Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on for another Dr. Pat show. Look, I've got a great show with you all today. I've often thought about you know, how do I want to usher in the new energy? And people say to me, oh, you're getting ahead of yourself. It's not really till the third with the eclipse. And I'm saying, no, 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 no. The energy, when things move, they don't just happen like on the day. Like there's this arc that takes the energy from the old to here. However, I will say Neptune's coming out of retrograde. Well, what does any of that mean? How would you all like to usher in new energy? Today, joining me here, Reverend Stephanie Redfeather, Dr. Reverend Doctor, I should say, Stephanie Redfeather, joining me here today because she's created a way for us to do it. And we're going to have some fun today in exploring it. What is a high vibrational message for all of you? When I say those words, what is it? So let me, let me just tell you, when you take a look at her journey, her pathway, right? First of all, she's the founder of Blue Star Temple. So we're going to start with that. Ordained shamanic minister. So let's hold that. But then when you take a look at how she combines that with the master's degree in applied mathematics or bachelor's degree in applied mathematics. And then you hop over to a doctorate in shamanic studies. What you have now is that beautiful blend that Einstein talked about so often. You have that beautiful blend of science, mathematics, which many of my scientist friends say mathematics is the science. But then you tap into the energy, which is spiritual, which goes sometimes beyond the language that we've learned to express it. It just goes beyond that. But when you're talking about powerful messages and you think about what somebody's called to do, you have an interview with her today because we're going to be talking with all of you about this. Can, can, am I holding that up okay to Jacob and Benny and stuff? Everybody see that? And we're going to be pulling cards today. Cards from you, if you'd like to call in. First three people will call in. We'll get a deck of cards and we'll pull a card. But this is about sharing with, y'all, with all of you power of what she has created. Because you see, when you create something like this, and then you learn to work with them, and you think about astrophysics, biology, 
quantum mechanics, geology, when you put that all together, you get this. Today, I want to introduce you to someone that's got it going on to help us get it going on. Reverend Dr. Stephanie Redfeather. It's great to have you here. Don't you love that one, that Reverend Doctor? Isn't that the coolest thing to say? It is. There are times I'm like, who is that? Where is she? <laughs> I, the first time I heard somebody refer to me as Dr. Anything, I'm telling you, I didn't know. I went to school for 10 years, had no idea that that's what I was getting. That That's... That's how on path I was with what I didn't know I was on path with. Right. <laughs> but, and here's what I want to talk with you about. First of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. Let me welcome you to the show. So happy to be here with you. You got a great background. I love that. Is that, do you have like twinkle lights going on up there? I do. I have curtain lights. Okay. I'm doing the show remotely today for a couple of reasons. Um, have a couple of family things that happened over the holiday. Um, I want to talk with you about inspiration. See, when I, when I look at you and your journey and your pathway, um, I have a burning question for you. How do you get your hair so platinum? And I can't seem to get my hair that color. Just like try. No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. All the dad's scenes. I got lucky. I come by it naturally, although early. But now we're going to come back to the show. You're going to be like, I got to talk to my PR people. Why do they put me on her show again? What are they doing to me? I got hair envy right now. Okay. But you know, my hair is part of my journey because people don't get it. They, I get asked this question because you could see it growing out, right? And my friends are like, dude, we don't get you. You have dark hair. It's not gray. It's just dark. Why do you do that? And I, my, the only answer that I could come up with is I'm on a trajectory to a place I'm a little bit unsure about. I just know we need to keep moving forward. Next year, our theme is 2022, it's all about you. It's all about our listeners. It's all about you, right? It's all about your message. When I've looked at the cards and I looked at what you've created, there's a word that comes to mind, which we all need so desperately right now. And that is the word inspiration. Can you talk to us about what inspiration has come to mean to you at this leg of your journey? One of the things that gives me hope, gives me motivation is the bigger picture perspective. Uh, and I talk about it in my first book, The Evolutionary Empath. I allude to it a little bit in the card deck, but you know, I think one of my gifts is creating context, like backing up to the largest possible perspective so that we can locate ourselves inside of that. And so for me, if I just focus on what's happening right in front of me today, it is easy to just like, where's the nearest bridge? I'm jumping, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but to I do up, know. Yeah. And, and, and to, to realize my soul chose to be here right now in this body 
born, you know, into the family I was born in at this particular time in human evolution on purpose. I came here with a bigger purpose. I am part of a bigger movement. I am supported by the entire cosmos. And, and maybe that sounds too abstract, but for me, that gives me inspiration. Those relationships, those energies, that knowingness that, that I am a small part of the bigger machinations of the evolution of human consciousness. Let me hit you up with something outside of your hair color for a minute. And by the way, I love your hair. I just love it. Because when I look at you and I look at your background, I see an aura. I see an energy that tells me it doesn't matter what you could do. Stephanie, it doesn't matter if you decided to walk away tomorrow and decide you're going to become a truck driver like I was once. You're going to get back on this path. You cannot not do this right? I'm the same way. As much as many days as I wake up and I'm like, like that. Oh, we're going to be expanding. Uh, you know, I take it back. Because the card that I pulled today, I'll share in a minute. And then we've got some listeners that we're going to bring on. There's an energy you put into this deck if I might ask you about it. I know that they send me all these questions I'm supposed to ask you, but I got my own questions, okay? Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's an energy. And when I looked at the card I pulled, and I pull one card and two others come out, but the one card that comes out happens to be the color of our network. So when I look at these, and then I read about them, there's a sense of wellness, I feel. I don't have another word. Can you talk about the energy that came to you that had you create these, right? And then throughout the show, we'll talk about them. But if you could just talk about the infusion that went into these messages for a minute. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know, in I you know, as you shared in my bio a little bit, I, I study and practice in a, a shamanic tradition. And, you know, I really believe that everything in the world is sentient, everything is conscious, everything has its own energy, and we're in relationship with everything. And so um, oh, you're going to get me all emotional. I, I take my role as sacred messenger very seriously, not that doesn't mean I don't have levity, but but I take that role that, that I've been called to, that I've said yes to. It, there's a great honor in that. And so every day when I work on this deck, I would just pray, let me let me be a pass-through, you know, let me be the 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 hollow bone, if you will, so that I can channel as clearly as possible the energy, the frequency of you know, spirit, creator, the universe, cosmos, star relatives, whatever it is, in a specific way so that each person who interacts with this deck receives the precise prescription that they need in that moment, that, that this deck is alive and conscious and sentient. And when they, when they buy it and they get their box and, and start to come into relationship with it and harmonize their frequencies, this, this deck 
um, becomes a transmission vehicle of information, guidance, knowledge, clarity. You know, I was, um, I had a rough four or five holiday days. Um, one death and one death about to happen, I believe, today or within the next couple of days and changed my plans. I knew what action I needed to take. Now, if you knew me a bunch of years ago, probably if you knew me a bunch of years ago, you'd be like, I don't want to know her. That, that probably would be that, that would be that. But there's a reason that this venue was put in front of me 18 years ago. It wasn't because I studied like you did. It wasn't because I was able to have that infusion of messaging that needed to come forward. It was because I needed to provide a gateway for people like you. And I knew nothing about this. But what I'm struck by, and I looked at the cards and I used them today to help guide me, by the way. So you have to tell me if I did this right, if there is such a thing. But I use the cards as a way to guide me. And what I love about your work is you bringing forth this wisdom. And we need it. We need it now right? We need to be able to say, Reverend Dr. Stephanie Redfeather, thank you for helping us get the guidance, because some days we feel lost. How can the cards help us with that? I know they help me, and I'll share that story later after we go to the phones, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so they're, they're an oracle deck. So if people don't know what an oracle deck is, it's just a divinatory tool, it, which basically means it's a way of divining information from the unseen realms. And so, you know, oracle decks are not the only way to do that. We can get messages from billboards and animals that come across our path and you know something we see in a magazine there, there's the, the universe is constantly and always communicating with us if we if we know how to look and how to receive it but oracle decks you know are a way to ha have something you can go to at any given moment you don't have to wait for the bird to fly or the you know whatever and sit with your query whether it's just spirit, what do you want me to know today? Or if you have something specific, there is no right or wrong way to use these cards. And they're, the accuracy, it's, I, I just love Oracle cards in general. I have about 25 or 30 decks. And, and I find the accuracy to just be unbelievable how spirit causes just the right card to fall out or to, if you cut the deck however you choose your card it's always just the right message or image for what you need in the moment and you know here's what i want to say about them uh, and then we're going to go to the phones is they have very unique messages can i can i just talk about that for a minute and then when we bring our caller on we'll demonstrate it i'm like you I, I have cards like everywhere, but the messages here and then the imagery with the messages are really powerful. And I want to talk about imagery for a moment. 
when I opened up the box, right, I got the box and I opened up the box and in my meditation this morning, um, let me see if I can, I got so many things going on here. <laughs> so may I do this? Mm -hmm. That, can everybody see that image? In my meditation, I put the box up in front of me and I stared at that image for guidance before I pull the cards. Now, you, there's nowhere that you have written down to do that. Um, also, I just want to tell people there's a book. I love the book. It's on the back. Why did I do that? <laughs> I'm not, I don't really know why I did it. I'm really, it's like a real question. <laughs> this is I one of why. the cool, magical things that happens in collaboration. So I have a traditional publisher in her traditions, Baron Company. And so it's a, it's a collaborative process, but for the most part, they design the cover, they design the box. I give them some input on things. And so, you know, they had sent me long ago, the, the image of just the front, but I did not get my author's copy until a few weeks before the launch date. And I got to tell you, I noticed it too. I'm like, it's on the side. It's on the side. And, and if you're wondering where it came from, it came from this particular image that I painted. Right. And they just took it and, and stripped the color out of it, made it all white and put it on here. And when I opened this up, just like you, I was like, holy crap, it's a portal. <laughs> my, my publisher put a portal in my deck. So. Well, the first place I went to was, I didn't know it was a portal, but yet, isn't it interesting how I used it? I used it as a portal. Isn't that funny? Mm -hmm. And the next thing I went to is I tried to find where I could buy a poster of it. Mm. You can. You, you can get this. You can't get the white image, but you can get this image. Right. But it's the same energy, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Now, having said that, what does the card say? Yes. So this particular, <laughs> this particular card is called Mental Discipline. And you, what it essentially talks about is the fact that, you know, the mind is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. And that in a lot of Western society, we tend to put a lot of emphasis on the brain, on the intellect, and we forget that we are not our mind. And so in these practices to learn to raise our frequency, as well as to learn to integrate the frequencies that are coming in, we have to recognize that our mind needs to be disciplined. Because if you were to if you were to somehow extract the average dialogue of, of any human's brain, it is the number of thoughts we have just in an hour is crazy. Our inner dialogue, the way we talk to ourselves, tends to be incredibly abusive. We get easily distracted, right? And so this mental discipline is about becoming aware of how your mind moves, what it focuses on, how much time it spends, and how it gets distracted and learning to be in conscious relationship with it so that the mind becomes a tool of support as opposed to driving the bus. Well, I wanted you to talk about it, because later on, I will tell you that um, 
I didn't realize this when I started, but you know, when you shuffle a new deck, they kind of go a little bit wild. And so I'm one that always lets them, if you, if four cards fall out, it's, that's what it is. And then of course I can go to the spread, one of the spreads you have here and look at it. And I want to talk to you about that because part of this is looking at Oracle activity, ceremony, incantation. But before we do that, I would love to bring on our caller and just find out from our caller, what do you want? Do you want us to pull a card? And of course, we will give a deck of cards to, to her. Benny, you want to bring on Charlene then? Hi, Charlene. Hello. Hi. Got a question so, for us? So really honored and blessed to, uh, to actually, I, I would love to have a card pulled. Great. Hang on for a minute. And then, um, Charlene, we'll also send you a deck, okay? Thank you so much, Dr. Pat. Thank you You're both, welcome. ladies. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah. Charlene, what... Uh, if you could briefly describe what is the intention that you're holding in your consciousness for this card? Family healing. Family healing. All right. Okay, so the card that came out is number nine, and it's called Natural Rhythms and Cycles. And so what I can tell you about this card, I won't read directly from the book because I, I know this card well, uh, is that we have natural rhythms and cycles that our ancestors tuned into for millennia, right? The, the natural cycles of day and night, of the seasons, of the earth traveling around the sun, of the tides, all of these external natural rhythms that our lives were attuned to. And in addition, we have our own internal natural rhythms. So the flow of cerebral spinal fluid, you know, menstrual cycle, uh, blood pressure, all of these different things. Because of so many modern conveniences that we have in modern society, right? We can turn on a light at two in the morning. We can order anything we want 24 hours a day. We can eat a watermelon in December. <laughs> we have become detached, if you will, from the natural rhythms and cycles of our own bodies and of the planet because we found ways to just override it, right? With our own bodies, well, I'm tired. Instead of going to sleep, oh, I'll take a pill. I'll drink a Red Bull. I'll do whatever. And so this card speaks to the fact that, that you, or if you're looking at family healing, that there's a, a piece of what's happening in the dynamic is people have fallen out of their own innate natural rhythms and cycles, whatever that is for each one of them, and as a, as a unit and as a group. And so um, I'm just going to pause there and see how that's landing for you. Yeah. Well, Charlene, give us your insight, okay? It resonates 100%. Wow. It, it really does. It resonates 100%. So may I ask you a question? Sure. When you hear uh, Stephanie talk about that, are you able to take it all in? 
because the reason I'm asking you, I'm probably doing a little projection because I, uh, I had some cards fall out of the deck and one of them fell out and I realized I tried to stick it back in the deck. <laughs> oh, I'll be able to share what that is, but are you able to take it in? And so the reason I'm asking you, Charlene, is because does it beg for you to ask another question? See where I'm going? Ask another question. Does it beg? Does it? Is the answer enough for you, or do you have another question? I. I know it's an interesting thing I'm asking you, isn't it? I do have another question. <laughs> that's that I kind of. That's what I was getting a hit on. That okay, go for it. You you get to ask your other question here, and we'll we'll do another part of you. Okie dokie. Okay, thank you. All right. Uh, I, how do I ground myself in a time of family chaos? Oh, great question. Yeah. And so, so let me ask you, Charlene, do you want me to pull a card for that? Or do you want me to just give you kind of my intuitive feel for that? Mm -hmm. Can you do both? I, I can do both. Do you want her to do both or one or the other, Charlene? This is your call, so you get to pick. Both, both. That would be fantastic. That would be such a gift. Oh, thank you. Okay. All right. So the card that came up is number 16. It is called Night Shift. Oh, my God. And what this card speaks to is... Um, the fact that, well, to, there's, there's two aspects to this. And so one is treating your sleep as sacred. Because I think, I, I imagine, I don't know what age kids are or how many people are in your family, but I imagine you probably either don't get good sleep, you don't get enough good sleep, you work until it's bedtime and then you just fall into bed you know some some version of not treating your sleep time as sacred and by that i mean you know creating ritual and ceremony around it giving yourself downtime to let your system purge from electronic devices and blue lights and all of the energies of the day creating a ritual to clear yourself before bed uh, all of those different sorts of things can help the sleep become more beneficial to you. But the second meaning of this card is also that in sleep time, our astral body, right? The, you know, we are multidimensional beings. Our astral body can, can go journey. You know, a lot of times when I'm asleep, I'm taken to the temples for more learning or for healing. Sometimes I might be someplace else in the world helping out with whatever. Uh, and so you can actually seed your intentions of dream time. And so, you know, okay, spirit, as I am sleeping, please take me to the temples to heal or teach me how to better ground my energy. Take me to where I can see the higher perspective of what's going on with my family. So, so how is all that landing for you? That's absolutely perfect. Like it's yes, yes. And I totally agree. Um, I have to stay away from the electronics before I go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, 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 just so you know, I'm working on it too. I'm working on that too. Um, I got the brain tap, the brain tap device, which is just incredibly powerful. And this morning, um, it's one of the few electronic devices that I will use because what it does is it cycles in about 20 minutes of amazing positive declarations, messaging, summer spiritual. And so after I did that this morning, I then went to the deck and you're going to hear about that, Charlene. So I would love to know once you get your deck, how you use it, because one of the uh, readings in the book, and we'll talk about this when we come back from break, one of the readings in the book is a 10, I think it's a 10 card spread, but it's for weeks. And I just love that. I have not seen a deck that does that. And when we come back, I want to talk to uh, Stephanie about that. Charlene, thank you so much. All of you out there, we are taking your calls, 1-800-930-2819. And of course, Olivia, Jacob, if you'd like a card pulled, just, or Benny, oh, don't let me leave Benny out. If you'd like a card pulled, just, just type it in there in the chat and we'll get one for you. Uh, these are our producers. They are the backbone of why you and I get to show up. So good. Let's take a short break. But uh, when we come back, I want to tell you how you can get your own deck. They're fabulous for holiday gift. Just fabulous. We're going to tell you about how you can find out more about Reverend Dr. Stephanie Redfeather. And then we're going to talk about this over here that happened, my spread. And Jacob, if I don't mess you up, I'm going to try to move the camera later and put it over there. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back, everybody. Have you heard about shifting the collective vibration and consciousness on the planet? Join me, Kimberly Barrett, on the Sharing Love and Light show every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern at TransformationTalkRadio.com to explore the depth of vibration and consciousness on our planet and learn how you can shine your love and light. To learn more, visit sharingloveandlightshow.com. Healing has a ripple effect. One person's healing affects everyone around them. This is where the power of sharing our stories can be so important. Tune in to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Megan provides you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. Enact the power of radical change. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. The truth is funny. Shift happens with monthly guest host Karen Benton. Tune in for powerful conversations about health and wellness. Karen brings unique insights rich with humor and science to her discussions with experts in medicine, movement, psychology, spirituality, and so much more. Don't miss Karen on The Truth is Funny every third Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Karen, visit KarenBetton.com. Who taught you or your kids how to handle stress? That's right, no one. I'm combat veteran Deb Lewis, and I'm on a mission to change that. My new children's book, Why is Pono Not Pono Today, is set in Hawaii. Lovable characters, Pono the Bull and his friend Kuleana, show us how a stressful situation ends happily. Look closer to reveal powerful ways to handle all types of stress. 
Start loving your stress-filled life today. Go to mentallytoughwomen.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Hey, everybody, welcome back. We're taking your calls. We're pulling cards for you. 1-800-930-2819. I do have a request for a card um, for Linda, who's having a really tough time right now. Uh, But before we go to that, we didn't mention how to find out about you. We didn't mention how to find out about the work you do. Um, And then... We also need to talk about the other books, The Evolutionary Empath. Uh, And by the way, this was the card I tried to shove back in the deck. Okay, I'm just going to put it over there. Okay, so give us. Of course. I'm a Sagittarian. I just like to say stuff. Um, How do we find out about you? How do we get the deck? And and then I want to hear, like, is this like weird? that so many cards pop out because it's a little bit overwhelming sometimes, but first let's take care of you. 2022. It's all about you. Yeah. You can find me at bluestartemple.org. That is my website. And uh, these cards are available any place that you could purchase books. So you can go online to any of your favorite booksellers. You can go in stores. If you want a signed copy with a personalized inscription, you can order directly from me. And that's for U.S. orders only. Uh, Again, bluestartemple.org. And so that's where you can find out more about what I do. Uh, I do work with clients one-on-one. I teach programs. Uh, I have a variety of products that are available, spiritual tools to help people. So yeah, you're really an inspiration. I mean, I wasn't kidding before Stephanie, um, when I said that, you know, you're on this pathway where you've been able to really integrate all of the science, all of the ways we think about things into ancient, ancient ways that we used to live. I mean, when we go back and we look at ancient cultures, you could see that when I looked at these cards, and I want to talk about the pictures now too, when I looked at these, there was something so ancient and so contemporary about the art. Did you do that on purpose? I was just listening to my guidance. Uh, I mean, the one thing I can tell you, well, well, first of all, let me tell you, I wasn't originally going to do the art. I, I was ready to start this deck a year before I did but I was trying to figure out, it's like, do I find the artist? Does the publisher find the artist? Like there was all those details to sort out. And I was having a reading with my medium and she said, well, Steph, you're supposed to do the artwork. (laughs) Oh, 
okay. <laughs> and I am an artist, but I just don't lead with that. And so that gave me permission. And then the whole vision dropped in where every single card has either circles and or dots. And those are the transmission vehicles, right? The, the holders of the codes that are just sitting there dormant until you pull the card and then it's, you know, is part of what helps transmit the message to you. So uh, I, you know, some, like you said, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? The crop circles. So some of them I was inspired by crop circles, but I was also just inspired by whatever came into my head. So inspiration came from a lot of different places, but I, again, just listening to my guides and trusting. Yeah, like amazing. I mean, there are so many. And let me ask you a question about, about some of these, because some people will say, I want to just pull a card randomly. Other people will say, I'm drawn by the imagery. And I think what I've learned in a long time doing this is we try to do it right. I was just kind of complaining a little bit during the break. Like it was a new deck of cards and I was shuffling and I have a tough time sometimes with my hands, right? And man, like cards just spewed out. Uh, and then of course I tried to shove one or two of them back in because I thought I'm not doing this right. I got too many cards. But then I saw in your book that you had a 10 card spread. And I thought, wow, 10 cards, how interesting. Help us understand how people can use the deck because we all too often afraid to ask the second question, afraid too many cards, afraid if we look at the image that we're cheating. Help us out with all yeah. of that. There, there really is no right or wrong way. The, it, it's just a matter of getting clear in your intention about what are you asking of the cards in the first place, holding your issue or problem or whatever it is in mind. And then if you want just a single card, you can draw your single card, or you can use any of the spreads that are in the book. Or you, if you go online and search Oracle card spreads, there are hundreds of them. So you can make up your own. Uh, there is no right or wrong way. It's just a matter of being intentional with it. Um, and the, the 10 card spread that you were speaking of was actually, I, I didn't know I was gonna include this, but my spirit guides, again, just sort of downloaded me with this idea. Um, and it, it refers to the fact that, that there's actually an additional overlay of purpose to this deck, you know, so you can use it as a traditional Oracle deck, but you can actually read through this book from start to finish and use it as a self-guided initiation into the mysteries of higher consciousness. And so this 10 card spread serves as kind of a, a mini initiation sequence where the intention is to work, pull 10 cards and work with one card per week. But again, make it up, <laughs> you know, there's no right or wrong way. Well, I will tell you, it was very fascinating to read the book from front to back. I mean, it was, um, you know, when I have people on, the greatest way to honor them is to really spend time with their work. And I'm so glad you said that because a lot of times we are afraid of breaking the rules, right? Like reading the book. But when I read this, I got to the number that I have lived with all my life. It was on my softball jersey. It was on you everywhere. Um, it was my birth 
day, December 11th. And it ha- it's everywhere. I can look at the clock and there'll be like one, one, one. So I always looked and, but I didn't look first. I had gone through the book because I'm reading. Mm-hmm. But what I loved about what you did is a lot of times when we get these books, Stephanie, right? They're like, this is the card, blah, 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 blah. And this is what you do. You've got poetry in here. You've got extra. This is like a standalone, mm. right? Yes. And I was so struck by it. And I think that's why when 10 cards jumped out, because I had read the book, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to do that? This is me now. Am I really going to do all this? And today I made a commitment to do them. Hmm. Can you talk about this, especially number 11, because I was reading this this morning and I just thought invocation of fire initiation, man, and I've been thinking about doing a fire ceremony, Hmm. tell people how you've really set the book up Mm -hmm. so that it's all it's kind of a one-stop place to find out what the message is, to take it in, to do something about it, and then to set up a practice. Like every card is like that, I think, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So like I said, you can use this like any other Oracle where you just pick a card and, and go with it. But I, in addition to the messages, I wanted there to be some kind of activity to help embody the message. Uh, So not just reading it and going, okay, that's nice, but a ceremony or a suggestion for some journaling or, you know, one of, one of my favorite parts, because this was not planned at all, are these incantations and about half of these cards ended up having, they're basically poems, but they're meant to be read out loud in a declarative way. And they are incredibly powerful when you speak them out loud. And so these are cards that are meant to be, you know, kind of as close to having an in-person mentor as possible without there being someone there in person, (laughs) you know, so the, so the, the messages are, Mm -hmm. are, and deep. The images are there for you to interact with and be transmitted to. And then there's the additional ceremony or incantation or activity to go with it. And the what was cool, so I spoke of this additional overlay of being this, this uh, self-guided initiation towards the end. So this wasn't something in the beginning. I just knew I wanted to do something different, have an additional purpose for this. Towards the end, all of the images started to organize themselves into four sets of 11 cards each. And so if you go in here, they became the initiatory paths. So there's initiatory path one, two, three, and four, and they are a progression. You know, initiatory path one is basically the human 3D level stuff. And then as you move up, it becomes Uh, broader in perspective, higher in vibration until you're kind of at the the highest level possible with the fourth initiatory path. Okay. I want you to educate me and help me out here. I know we've got about 10 minutes left. I found this so powerful. And by the way, I didn't really look at the table of contents. I didn't realize that the setup was that way. And so I wasn't surprised that I may have I may have a card from each 
each of the different places. I haven't really looked, but I did something. Can I tell you what I did? And you could tell me if this makes sense to you. So I laid them out the way they came out or the way that the kind of, I mean, they just, they were like all over the table. So I mean, like I knew what was on the top. Okay. But when it got to this card and I went back and read it, I felt this needed to be my first card. This needed to be something I needed to focus on immediately. Mm -hmm. And I didn't read about it. And then when I read about it, it was perfect. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to organize things so that we literally burn off those things that don't serve us. Can you talk a little bit about that? That's my interpretation of this card. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the the card that you're holding up is called Spiritual Crucible. Yeah, yeah. And so that is... um, that is the term that I coined for my own time in my spiritual awakening, because that's just, it was intense, <laughs> you know, where you're just getting cooked down and turned into another substance. And so really that is, that kind of encapsulates what ascension is. And it's like, you know, sorry, I can't tell you that it's all rainbows and unicorns <laughs> because it's, it's not. Now it doesn't have to be as hard as it was for me because I had no tools and I have a very strong will and I was fighting it and all of that. But there is this process of refinement, of releasing attachment, of shedding old belief systems or ways of being. And for most people who are here and conscious and doing their spiritual work, we are all very aware that we are not just healing this lifetime. We are pulling from past lives and zeroing out old karma and and pulling forward lifetimes where things were unresolved so we can resolve those too. So if you wonder sometimes why life can feel so intense and, and like there's so much, it's because there is. You're not just working with this lifetime's worth of stuff. And, you know, part of this, people will learn about you, but also they'll learn more about the body of work you're bringing forward, including the book, uh, The Evolutionary Empath. That was one of the cards. But what I loved about this was how willing I was to accept that mission. It's like a mission impossible deal. Like you hear the tape. This is your mission. If you choose to accept it, this thing will burn up in a few minutes. And I was really surprised that it wasn't one of the cards I put, I wanted to put back in the deck. What was fascinating is the minute, and I could feel this, the minute that I took it in, I can't remember if it was yesterday or Sunday, I don't know, but the minute I took it in and then I took the deck and I mixed them up and then I laid the rest out. The next card was this. Now, What has happened since I pulled those decks is my financial guy calls me and says, do you want more money? And I said, from where? And he said, don't worry about it. You're eligible for more money. Okay. My answer was yes. The second thing that happens is one of our new salespeople closes her first deal. One of our second salespeople closes. 
all of our salespeople started to close their sales quota for the day. Then we get a message from Merrick, our tech programmer who's designing our expansion. And Merrick says, you're not going to, paraphrasing, he's from Poland, he probably doesn't say it like this. I figured out we can launch your expanded new 10 channels in January. Is this coincidence? By taking in that spiritual burning off of limiting beliefs, is that the law of attraction on steroids? I mean, think about the results I'm talking to you about. And I'm not making them up. I, I can't give you the detail because, but do you understand what I'm trying to say? I do. I do. And, you know, I'm not a law of attraction expert, but what I believe is happening is you pulled the cards and the, and so it's telling you what's already in motion, right? So it's just, it's kind of like a peek into the crystal ball going, oh, yes, of course, you know, because what's happening now didn't happen today, right? There were, there was a lead in period, but, but, you know, we're multidimensional beings. Things yeah. are happening on different levels yeah. and different timelines. And so, but, but there is a correlation of, when we can release our baggage, when we can let go of limiting beliefs, and I and I don't mean spiritual bypass. I mean no, no, no. Doing your work, it changes your frequency, it changes your vibration, and and it raises your vibration so that things that are no longer in harmony, that are right now in dissonance, are going to fall away, and things yep. that are in resonance with your new frequency, you're going to just naturally magnetize to you because yeah. they're vibrating at the same basic uh, vibratory rate. And the reason I'm glad you said that um, is that I started to read the book over the holiday, over the long thing, the week, the weekend, right? Um, and yet I was inspired to read it because the flip side of that is we're going through family loss. And I would love for you to pull a card for Linda. Linda is my producer. She's the one that made this happen. There's never been a more generous. She's our glue. She's behind the scenes. The PR people know her. She's been my friend since 1972. And I know that it's a tough time right now today. And I wonder what we could send her for a message. That's going to make me cry. Mm. And you said Linda, right? Linda, Linda, yes. Okay, so Linda, the card that came up for you is called Lineage Healing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so what... I'm, I'm flipping to the page in the book just to see if there's anything that wants to jump out at me. What's um, the number? Uh, it's number eight. And this particular card, uh, the message includes mm. a message from the ancestors. Mm. Um, but it's, it's kind of like what I was alluding to with so many of us who are doing our conscious spiritual work are not just doing it for ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're pulling from past lifetimes. Another layer of that is the ancestral healing. In fact, I had a massive eight generation ancestral healing piece that I worked mm -hmm. on earlier this year. 
And so there's there's something, there's a lineage piece, you know, and sometimes it's the buck stops here, right? It could be an unhealthy or abusive pattern where it's like, it stops with me, it ends here. Or it could be, you know, maybe the lineage of women and the oppression and not having their voice and you being the one through your ability to stand in your power, speak your truth, be seen, heals these lineage, you know, these generational pieces. So wow. I can't say specifically what it is for Linda, but, but there is a lineage healing piece that's at work here. And that is so right on. I mean, it's not, it's not a surprise that what's happening right now is so tapped into family, family lineage, so many things like that. You know, first of all, let me thank you for being you. And I want to thank you for showing up in this world and helping those of us that need a hand up to get that help. Um, please, one more time, how do we get our own deck? How do we get that? And then how do we find out about you? Because there are many more things and, the, and that your award-winning book, people should get that book too. Mm-hmm. So how do we do yeah. all that? And I'll, and I'll just hold it up real quick. The evolution. Yeah. Oh, that was great, great book. Thank you. So everything that she's talking about, you can find at my website, bluestartemple.org, talks about, you know, my bio and history, it tells all the different ways that you can work with me, products that you can purchase. Again, if you want a a signed copy with a personalized inscription, and that could be the Oracle deck, it could be the Evolutionary Empath, you know, you can purchase multiple things, you can purchase those directly from my website. I'm not attached to that. So please feel free to go to your favorite online bookseller or your favorite in-store bookseller to get a copy of Empath Activation Cards. And then the posters that I was referring to, that they go to your website, yes, they could also you. go to the shop and they could see yes. that they could get the poster, they could get it framed. These are great gifts too for people. Every piece of artwork in here is available for sale on my website and every incantation is also yeah. available for sale in my shop. I can't thank you enough for all that you do and continue to do. I would love to know your personal message. I would love to know what you'd like to leave us with today. Mm. Well, I I just want to thank you this I'm feeling very emotional because I'm just deeply grateful for you and what I want people to know is. Keep the faith, you know I talked about that bigger picture like on the days when I see the news or I look out and I just cannot find something to lift me up. I, I back up in perspective and remember that I came here for a reason, that, that my soul has a purpose in me being here and that I am part of something bigger. And, and I suspect that just about everybody listening is an empath and uh, you know a sensitive soul, a highly sensitive person. You are not alone. You are not an anomaly. You are not crazy. You are here on purpose.